Welcome to Fortiumbox.com, where we help you master your money. So apparently this person is asking a 12 to 24 month investment for max returns. So I'm currently renting and would like to buy a house when the market calms down, which by the way is actually already starting to calm down. I have $60,000, read, this is the most money I've ever saved up sitting in my savings account. I have student loans and about $15,000, but no other debts. I'm calculating a nest egg to last six months. Best options to get returns that should be easier to access come purchasing the home. Or should liquidity not matter if there's an option that nets positive compared to paying down a mortgage? Thanks for the help. You guys can be lifesavers. Also edit. Forgot I do the max deposit to my company's 401k. So first and foremost... Having 60K saved up is pretty awesome. Good job. That being said, you still have student loans in $15,000. That's an issue, right? So literally, the best return in a two-year time span, technically, and a 24-hour time span, is paying off these student loans. Because when you end up having to start paying on the student loans based off the interest rate and all that kind of stuff, your best investment is just to pay this off. Get rid of this debt. Once you get rid of this debt, then everything else is just basically gravy, right? Basically, everything else is just the best thing to do would just be to pile on as much cash as you can for the largest down payment that you can after this point. Because here's the thing. You should not even really be trying to buy a house or even investing until you paid off your debt. Because typically, every single debt that you end up having typically has a higher interest rate than any of your potential investments could end up returning. That being said, you end up having those people who might be saying like, oh, you could have like, you know, a loan of like, you know, 1.9% or something, right? And they're perfectly fine with holding that. The thing is, they never calculate risk. They never calculate the actual chains that they put on the risks, right? Because it's basically like you're giving yourself golden handcuffs. So you might be able to get like a whole bunch of money for like 1.9% down. Let's, for example, say like, oh, you could take out like a loan for like $100,000, right? For 1.9%. But guess what? Even though you could pay off that 1.9% loan interest with your investments, you are still chained with that loan. Meaning all the cash that goes to that loan is cash that's not going to something that you truly want it to go to. Like it gets rid of your freedom by having loans. It gets rid of your freedom by having debt. So you really want to focus on just completely wiping all of that out of your life. And just keep that simple, right? Like there's no need to really make this complicated. Pay off your debt. Start building a bigger cash pile. Honestly, I would actually pause the contributions to the 401k just so that I could build up the largest down payment that I possibly can so that I could eventually just end up paying down the house super quick right? Because the quicker you get to the point in your life where you have no payments, 
at all, the amount of cash flow that you end up having is going to be insane. Okay, imagine all the payments that you're having right now, whether it be car payment, student loan payment, mortgage payment, or rent payment, all going to investing. Right? Imagine if every single one of those dollars went to investments. Right? You would end up becoming a millionaire, or at the very least, have a large, large, large retirement fund without really trying too hard. Right? And you have more freedom to go on trips, more freedom to go buy things that you want to buy. Oh, you see a nice like Rolex. Oh, you could go buy that because all these other payments that you're doing are not tying your money up, right? You'd have the cash flow to literally just go buy like a Rolex and not really care too much. So that's the thing. Like, I'm always worried when people think that holding onto debt is such a great idea when it's really not, because it's. People don't even realize that it's actually chains on them, and that's a very scary thing. And I want people to have as much freedom as possible. I don't want people to feel chained. I don't want people to be chained by something. I don't want them to have like restrictions in their life. I want them to be able to do what they want when they want. I want them to live the life that they want when they want. And you can't do that when you have a large amount of debt. That being said, if you need help with mastering your money, go check out 40inbox.com to learn the secret to mastering your money. And if you have any personal finance questions or even a personal finance story, contact us at 40inbox.com, and we will try to put it into like a future episode. And it could end up helping another person, right? Because here's the thing: personal finance is not complicated. It's actually very simple. But it's still personal, right? So just keep that in mind. Everybody's life is different, but you can still follow the same kind of like foundational building blocks, and still all live a pretty decent life, right? Either way, we'll see you in future episodes. Thank you for listening. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by. Our personal finance courses. So, if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation, and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online. Go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.